Hello. Good evening. Welcome. To? X to the Zennial. <laughs> such a dork. You love it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's endearing. It can be. Um, so, it's been two weeks. What have you been up to? So many things. Okay, give us the highlights. Highlights. Uh, hmm. Um, I went to a really cool conference on ethical non-monogamy or consensual non-monogamy in Dallas, Texas. I had never been there. My brother lives in Fort Worth and, uh, my mom lives with him. So I got to see family. I worked and I had a really good time. I love it. I went, uh, to the aquarium. I was there all Sunday by myself. And I knew that I wanted to have an adventure, and I found an adventure buddy, and it was really cool. That's awesome. So I had a really good time. So the other thing is that I'm getting ready for San Diego in two weeks, uh, which means that we're going to take a three-week break from this podcast to our next one. Um, But that should also be fun. So I'm going to go and spend some more time with family. I'm going to go to San Diego. You can't really go wrong. Um, I'm looking forward to a week off. I'm exhausted from work. Um, So that's going to be awesome. What were your highlights in the last two weeks? Oh my goodness. Um, I feel really stabilized and efficient and effective in all the good things at work. Awesome. So good. Yeah. It's such a good feeling to be back in like the groove and thriving and yeah. all of the good stuff. Okay. And then um, what, I've just been hanging out with really genuinely cool, badass people. Nice. And having really a lot of fun and okay. enjoying my life, like, like in this moment right now, it's just been really great. Nice. It's really positive. You're also fun. working on projects, doing art things? <clears throat> yes. You're looking around my very trashed out office right now. I am. I am on one of my, like, artist psychosis seizes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Okay. Um, It started probably two weeks ago. After we recorded our last podcast, I came home and I did, I've been doing writing. Okay. I wrote seven pages the other night, just like, bam, 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 hammered it out. Loved it. And then um, I've been doing voice recording. Okay. So for some uh, jokes and humor, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you those off the microphone. I'm not ready yet. I'm really shy. That's fair. So, um, yeah, I think, too, like, it just got jazzed on on energy because, you know, the time change thing is over. The work shift thing is over. It's just good. Okay. You're just in a good place. I'm just in a good place, and I'm making new friends. Awesome. Which I really love that. Yeah. I just feel really happy. Very so, good. Killing it at the gym. Good. Muscles. All right. So strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you and I usually trade off in terms of, like, picking topics and all the things. Um, so our last one was really good. Uh, vulnerability got a lot of good feedback. Um, but the last one was also just, like, really good. Um, for those of you who don't know or are just kind of tuning in, um, Kat and I had started this podcast because they're conversations that we enjoy having and we wanted to kind of spark conversation from our listeners. Not necessarily with them, though we would love to hear from you, um, but also just for people to start talking to each other about the things that we talk about. Like what's going on in their life. Absolutely. Like our initial flagship, friendship, loneliness, and depression. Yeah. Well, and also looking at um, all of these topics from a mental health perspective. So while I was in Dallas, and certainly um, I did a presentation this last weekend on codependency for an agency, which was really cool. Um, But, you know, we talk about things. And so when I talk to other people about the podcast, um, I tell them that we talk about life things, but from a mental health perspective. 
Um, and so when we were picking today's topic, mm-hmm. um, you, you had kind of mentioned a thing and then I was like, yeah, let's, let's dig into that a little deeper in terms of asking for needs. Right. Right. Because with vulnerability and the vulnerability talk, I certainly shared that I struggle asking for my needs from my friends or from my people. Right. Um, although in the world, I don't really have a problem asking for my needs. Um, and so it's something that I work with couples specifically on in the four part, um, formula that I do with couples. So we do uh, history, uh, conflict style, communication skills, and then asking for your needs. Cause certainly within a relationship, asking for your needs can be challenging. Um, if the, the level of the, the friendship or connection doesn't feel safe. The intimacy. Right. And so when we feel trust and connection, obviously those humans aren't likely to come to me (laughs) just because if things are going well and they have trust with each other, um, they're going to be more readily accessible to ask for needs. Um, even if it's just, Hey babe, can you pass me the remote or can you pick up the dry cleaning or can you let the dogs out? Like we ask for things from our partners and from our friends, but from our partners often Mm -hmm. in communication skills, I teach them, to remember how to be polite humans and say please and thank you. Right, be um, kind. Because when we are in relationship, we tend to uh, forego the formality, right? Right. Um, but I if, don't. Well, but some people but do. some people get very, and I, <clears throat> I've witnessed it and, and, and seen it. It's very, you know, no more holding the door, no more please, no more thank you. Right. It's very, yeah. And and depending on who is the, the more uh, verbal human, they tend to be a little dictatorial when they're asking for things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so often in, in couples work or relationship work, I encourage people to start being polite again. Good. Can you please and thank you for doing that, right? right. Acknowledgement. Absolutely. Gratitude. And also if words of affirmation or the, that's one of your like love languages, you need that please and thank you. It makes Absolutely. a significant difference when you're asking for your needs. It's huge. And the, in Gary Chapman's, he one of the stories that he shares is how when this man and woman were courting, he would mm-hmm. help her with her homework. He would help her with her chores. As soon as they were married, he was working. She was doing everything in the house. He stopped helping her. Yeah. And their marriage just was going to heck in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. And so keeping, that's... Ma- keeping and maintaining who you are up front when you start a relationship throughout the relationship, even with coworkers and colleagues, mm-hmm. friends, it's very important. Well, and asking for your needs is uh, tied up to a lot of other things, mm-hmm. right? So it's tied up in how do I feel about me and then do I deserve or am I worthy of asking for my needs? And oftentimes, certainly with codependency, but with, with low self-esteem, with depression, with anxiety, we start to feel like our needs aren't valid. Right. Or even I've, I've worked with people who don't even know what they need. Right. I don't know what I need. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Right. uh, And and it's, it's legitimately true. I just don't, it's not that I don't care. Right. I just don't think about that. For, for my part in a relationship with friends or with coworkers or significant others. Yeah. Because I, I, I just don't care. Well, I but don't I know do that until it's, decisions made. it's you don't care, but you're not as invested in the outcome, right? But right. when you are really invested in the outcome, when there is something you really 
need to ask for. Oh, like when I want to go accenting thing at the throwing site? Yep. That, what is that called? The bowling alley for axe Battle axe room. Okay. That was so hard. The bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a bowling. They look like bowling lanes. Okay. And you, like, have to be in this, like, cage to okay. throw these battle axes into these targets. Awesome. Yeah. Like, when you want to do something specific. Yeah, absolutely. Or even if you want to have, like, a specific meal or right. being able to acknowledge you have a need and then, <laughs> well, first, acknowledge you have a need feel worthy of that need, and then ask for it. Like, that's a significant um, process Mm -hmm. to get to if you feel as though your needs aren't important. Right. And I have clients um, who are in different stages of um, Mm self-worth and just definite positive self-regard. Like, if they don't feel good about themselves... Or if they're not feeling good in the moment, they're not going to ask for what they need. And certainly not from people that are close to them, family, partners, whatever, because they're not in a place of feeling like they deserve to need anything. Maybe that's why I made that text message last night about my wasps. Tell me more. All right. So I've been on my my high my high artsy role, and I do artwork that encompasses organic and inorganic materials. Okay. They're all found. I do not massacre them unless. <laughs> talk talk more about organic materials. Uh, organic materials. So they're bugs, bugs okay. and dead plants, and okay. all of those things. They're great seed pods. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. And um, I had left, I had some that I had harvested and collected mm-hmm. and had a collection while well, I was in a relationship with someone and, and that ended very negatively and was very challenging and very hard. It was very emotional at the end. It was very um, abusive at yep. the end. And so ended that relationship. Well, one of the things that I left, and this was in February of this year, was my collection of organic materials, my okay. wasps. Yeah. And those were like... I was really wanting to do something spectacular, and I didn't really know what it was yet. Yeah. Um, but that's the only thing that I left there, which there are a lot of other things, that I really wanted back. And sure. so I've been feeling very positive, great self-esteem, all the things. Yeah. A lot of really good self-worth now that, like, the job thing and everything is really just, everything's awesome. Yeah. And so how could I not feel really awesome? So, yeah, I sent, I was like, this is my question. Sent a text message. Hey, hope the almost year's been great. Can I have my wasps back? Awesome. That's fantastic to be able to ask for that. Absolutely. Because you needed it. But also recognizing I may have been uncomfortable when we left this relationship. I may not have felt really good about me or you or all the things. Right. But today, I feel really good about me. And I'm going to ask for that. Yeah, because this is a need that I have. And I really would would like and need these back. Awesome. And so did you get a positive response? I did. Awesome. I'm going to pick them up on Saturday. They're going to be on the porch, hopefully, for me. There you go. I love it. That sounds great. So that's a really good um, kind of way to identify a need. Right. Feel really good about yourself, worthy of, of asking for it, and then asking for it. Well, and I think it's one of those things, too. Like, I've always, 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 always been it. If you don't ask for it, the answer will always be no person. Mm-hmm. And that's how my family brought me up. If you ask for it, at least you ask for it. Right. And then they're like, deal the consequences of, like, feeling shame afterwards. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, if the answer is no. Right. Well, and if, if you <laughs> struggle with a no, but right. also recognizing that... Um, if you don't ask, you, you will, will never, never get it. Yeah. It, you will absolutely with 125% never get it. 
it will not happen if you right. do not ask. So, yeah. Well, and I think in the in the vulnerability talk, I, I talked about struggling with asking for my needs from my people. Right. Um, to a degree. Like, if it's a vulnerable need, absolutely. I think if it's a... Um, if it's just a logistical need, I'm easier about it. Uh, right. You and I go camping often. Right. And when we do that, we plan um, We plan our location. We plan our menu. We plan who's driving and who's picking who's up and, and all of those things, even to the point of, you know, let's not double up on our gear. Like, right. what do you have and what do you need and right. what do I have and what do I need and then what do we bring together? You and I are really close, so mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to ask for those logistical needs Um, but if I was struggling, like, emotionally, I really have to kind of push myself to ask to hang out with friends or to say, hey, I'm having a a rough time and I need some friend time or whatever. Um, and certainly in relationship, at a certain point, if things are going well, it's really easy to ask for your needs, Mm -hmm. especially if they're emotional and vulnerable needs. But if the relationship isn't going well... Or it's brand new, and you're like, I really want to try butt sex, but I'm afraid to ask you. <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I mean, you're we not wrong. been going out for a month, but I really like that. Could you do it? I found this... That's like a really... No, I get it. I, I found a hashtag um, on Monday, because I follow a lot of fun things on, on my personal Instagram, and it was hashtag butt stuff Monday. <laughs> And I was like, just make it where has this been all my life? Like, it's just fucking awesome Did and hilarious. Well, no, I just started following different so things. But, but the meme was hilarious. And so it was just like Butt Stuff Monday. And I couldn't help but giggle because I'm a pervert. And I was right? like, that's fucking hilarious. I'm going to um, get you a sticker that says this. That says hashtag Butt Stuff Monday. How about a thong? <laughs> How about a coffee thong? <laughs> But in relationship, if it's new or if it's not going well, right. we are less likely to ask for our needs. Um, and by going well, what do you? What? Let's talk about that for a minute. Going well in that, like the communication is. If the communication, there, well, it, if a relationship, right, is secure. Mm-hmm. If you can feel emotionally vulnerable, if your emotional boundaries are respected. Um, if your intellectual boundaries are respected. So if you feel like you can share ideas with someone and that they can hold the space for you to do that, but also then kind of be part of the conversation. Right. So for example, if you're asking for your sexual needs, I don't struggle with that, but (laughs) well, (laughs) lots of people do Yeah. because in, in early relationships or when you're just starting to, you know, be intimate with someone, um, you know, in the hookup culture, I think it's a little bit easier to ask for your sexual needs. And because I was in an open marriage and I was meeting humans specifically for sex. Right. Even though, you know, some of them were friends and all the things. Um, there are conversations that happen early on that are like, what are your limits and boundaries? What do you, um, what do you like? What do you enjoy doing? Like, um, what's a no-go for you? And so for me, a need is kissing. Like, I love kissing it's very important and making out is a lost art and certainly when you're 40 something it doesn't happen as often and so that is a need I ask for up front nice right like that is something I was like I need lots of kissing oh kissing is so good (laughs) and swooning in my chair everyone I'm like oh kissing (laughs) but I do want you you know when when you're in a new relationship or just starting with someone and you want to explore things sexually um 
there should be conversations. And I often tell couples and just people in general, um, if you, if you want to have conversations about sex, um, having, while you're having sex is probably not the best time to do it. Right. But if you, if you're anything like me and I, I have sex conversations all the time, so I'm super comfortable with it. Um, but I would encourage that if you want to try something new, if you want to add toys, if you want to, you know, maybe step into some, you know, bondage or S and M thing. Things Role that are playing. like yeah, absolutely. If you're if you're looking to do something spicier right. than just like penis vagina, um because that's your thing because you like it. Sure. But talking about it while you're not having sex. Right. Um because sometimes in the heat of things we get very excited and then things can go wrong. Because if boundaries are crossed, right. if people if you're like, oh I'm I'm totally into like spanking and then somebody like smacks your face. Oh. Which is not the same as spanking. Um, and, and learning how to do spanking and all those things. And, and we'll have a, a sexpert on Woo! at another time. But In the new year, 2020. Absolutely. Um, but what, it, what could happen is things can get more aggressive than you anticipate. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to have those sexual conversations, not while you're having sex. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay. I'm glad that you advised that. Because I, I think that, and even in like, you know, sexy texting, that's fine. But again, it needs to have a context. It needs to have, uh, or you need to be able to, you know, kind of say, oh, well, this is something I'm into, but this is, you know, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do. Like, there's a lot that goes into it and somebody could have more knowledge or experience than you. And then you can ask for something that maybe you need finesse. You need, you know, safe words, you know, all of those things. And I think those conversations can happen better Mm -hmm. and more clearly when you're not in the bedroom, in the throes of things, when endorphins are high and like all the crazy is happening. Oh, the hormones. Right. And so, um, I think that's a great way to ask for your needs in that way. Right. Also in friendships, um, you know, oftentimes. it's best to have these those conversations, though, with with your friends while you're having sex with your friends, right? I mean, you shouldn't have sex with your friends unless that's an established boundary. Um, but Just I joking. <laughs> Please, not everybody has sex with your friends, so you can. I mean, friends with benefits is a thing, but I strongly advise having sixty days of friendship before you go into the benefits package. Um, that's actually on my Tinder profile. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. So with your friends, you know, it's it's a little bit easier. And even if they're not as close as you and I are, right. you know, where do you want to go to lunch? Well, I really need, you and I are keto. Right. And we primarily eat a lot of meat and salads. Right. Cheese. <laughs> Lots of fat. Um, so we're not going to go to like some kind of bakery right. for lunch, right? right? Like that's not advisable for us. I don't like beer. Um, so when my friends like to go to a brewery, I have learned how to have a cider, but even, you know, my, my groups of girlfriends are like, oh, you don't like, well, let's just go somewhere else. Let's go somewhere where the full, there's a full bar. Like they know what my need is. Right. Um, they also make fun of me because I take my own straw and I don't It's good touch... for the environment. It is good for the environment. Um, but they know that that's a need of mine. Right. Um, I had a party, um, a few months back when Luna was in town in October right. And uh, one of my girlfriends came over and I make jokes. I don't actually care if you bring a plastic bag to my house once. If you do it more than once, we're going to have a conversation. Uh, But she actually went to the store and she used a reusable bag to bring it. And it was just like, 
I mean, that, that kind of care and attention to things that are important to me. Yeah, that attentiveness is so important. It makes such a huge difference, right? And so we can ask for our needs, again, more easily, um, but in the, in the context of asking for needs. So when clients are like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, you know, unless you're going to the same Starbucks every day, which I don't advocate Starbucks. I don't really like them as an organization, although their coffee is ubiquitous and you can get it anywhere. It is. So um, funny. what do you usually order? Black coffee. Just black coffee. Just black coffee. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Just black coffee. No cream, no sugar. Okay. I actually ordered that over the weekend and it was... It was like lawsuit hot. Okay. And I thought I threw that in there. Well, hot coffee is generally No, hot. like lawsuit. No, I understand, oh. but coffee, unless it's iced, is hot. It was like scalding. Okay. It was it was way too hot. Okay. Yeah. Um. So what you're what I'm hearing you say is that sometimes maybe when you order a, a black coffee, you should order a side of ice. I did. Yeah. Or extra water, or can you just cool it down? Right. Right? But that's yes. a need. That's a need. Okay. I need my black coffee. <laughs> Am stuff. But also going to, to somewhere, and like I said, if, if you go to a place on a regular basis, they're going to know what you enjoy or order. Right. But if you go to a new place, you can't just drive up to, you know, the drive through at Bob's Burgers and just be like, it's Stella. You know what I need. My regular, please. Right. You're going to have to ask for it. Right. That's a very basic and easy way to describe asking for your needs. Right. But with couples and in relationship, mm-hmm. um, and I keep saying couples, I do apologize. There are throuples and polyamory, blah, blah, blah. But in relationship, when I say couples, that's what I mean. Um, when people are in relationship and there is a level of intimacy, but one partner or both struggle with communication, mm-hmm. asking for your needs specifically is really difficult. Yeah. What I have heard often is that people believe that their partner should just know. They should read your mind. I don't know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? No. It's, I, it's, then it's crazy making to think that you should do that to people. But we make assumptions. And we have expectations. Right. So you were talking about um, that couple at the in the book Mm -hmm. who was this Gary Chapman yeah Gary Chapman who wrote the love Love languages Languages. right um if people don't feel comfortable or confident in asking for their needs um they're gonna struggle right so you'd said there's this couple and at the beginning he was helping her with her homework and he was taking out the trash and he was doing all the things and once they got married it changed right she made the assumption, I can imagine as most people do, that that would continue. Right. This behavior will be eternal. Right. Except for people get busy. Right. People Life get happens. sick. People uh, are in, in courtship. They're showing their best selves. Yeah. And you have called it the default setting. Yeah. Once someone gets comfortable, they kind of go back to what their default is. Exactly. And so if you're not asking for hey, I really appreciated it when you helped me with my homework or when you made dinner on Thursdays or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, I, I would appreciate that. Right. Which is not I need and I'm demanding, but it's like I appreciate when you do X, Y, Z thing. It makes me feel good. Absolutely. And so identifying it as a need mm-hmm. and then feeling worthy of asking. Right. And then asking for it and how you ask for it can really affect how you get it. Right. Right? right? Did you take out the trash? 
Oof. Right? Not helpful. No. I really appreciate it when you take out the trash before we put the dumpsters out on Friday. Honey loves sugar pie. Tomorrow's garbage day. Can you please take care of sugar pie? Right? Right? I mean, not that that hard. Makes a huge difference. It it does. And so how you ask for your needs. But you're asking for it dependent upon, like, what your emotional feelings are with regard to it. When it's that you never take out the garbage. Can you just take it out? Right. That's coming from a place of animosity and resentment. Absolutely. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's coming from somewhere. Yeah. And so recognizing... Where you're at and all of it is is important when Absolutely. Absolutely. And timing and asking and things. But there's also people who I've... (laughs) um, So people in my practice, but also just like humans I know, uh, won't ever take things back to the store. Like if it doesn't fit right. My mom's like that. And part of it is they don't feel like they should complain. They don't feel like they should rock the boat. They don't want to be identified as a problematic person. Right. Right? But here's the deal. If you buy a pair of shoes and there's two lefts, why the fuck are you going to hold on to those? What would it be like? Because I need a right one. Right. What would it be like to go back to the store and just say, but that worthiness feeling is significant. Right. If you have a lot of shame about it, that is significant. If you didn't develop that self ab- those self-advocacy skills throughout life where then you're kind of, then, it, then it's going to impact your family, your work, your relationships, your friendships. Absolutely. I mean, think about people at work, right? For right. example. Um, so you have to be able to um, kind of recognize bullying at work is kind of a big thing. It happens. It does. And it happens a lot. It doesn't happen at my office unless I'm an asshole to myself, which I try not to be. <laughs> um, but... I can imagine that at a certain point, if you don't feel safe and secure, you're not going to ask for your needs. Right. And so then that becomes either passive aggressive. Yep. Or it becomes contentious. It becomes uh, toxic and yep. hostile. Absolutely. Um, but you still feel like you need it. Right. But how do you ask for it, right? Right. So either you don't feel worthy or you don't feel safe. Yep. It's one of the two. And that's something to consider when... You want to ask for something, but you feel like, oh, I don't really want to rock the boat. I don't want to be identified as a problem. Right. I don't want them to think I'm too needy. Right. But why not be? Well, Where in it, your life, it's somewhere in your narrative, you learned that. Because we've talked about this on the prior podcast. That yeah. somewhere in life, you've learned you're not worthy. You're not enough. Yep. You learn that that negative bitch grew in your head that, like, opens her mouth of, oh, I don't want to be high maintenance. Yep. I don't want to be the problem child. Oh, it's fine. I'll just eat this, like, destroyed steak and still pay $40 for it, even though it's absolutely not what I want, and I'm not going to be satisfied or enjoy this. Right. I'll still, I'll just do it because I don't want to. Where's. No problem. uh, Exactly. And asking for your needs, um, it, it, it happens across the board. And so I I would really like our listeners to kind of think about opportunities where you can ask for your needs and advocate for yourself how much better your life would be Mm -hmm. if you were getting your needs met on a regular basis. Right. Like you're doing all, here's an example. You're doing all the roles and functions of a manager at your office and you get extra work and you do extra hours, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to, it's time for me to ask for a title and for a raise. Yep. Right? That is a need, 100%. That is a need, because you're taking all of this in. You should 
you know, you should grow. You should get that that opportunity. And I think often it's a, it's funny that you bring that up. Um, my brother, whom I'm very proud of, is an engineer, a mechanical engineer, and and now he has his master's in systems engineering. But um, he graduated from college, and. I don't know if it's a man thing or if it's a my brother thing or what it is (laughs) or an engineer thing, but he was talking to me and he was like, I'm going to ask for this amount of money. Like it has never occurred to me in my life to ask for this amount of money. To put a figure on the table? Right. I've done it once. But it's not, in my experience, it's not traditionally something women do. Right. No. And it was, like I said, this is once. Sure. (laughs) But he was like... I want this amount of money. They, you know, they pay other people this. And I was just, I was floored by it. Mm -hmm. And he's done it more than once. Now he has a a pretty high position in a pretty well-known company. And they wanted to keep him. And so he was like, I would like to make this amount of money. Right. And they gave it to him. That's awesome. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. But he didn't have a problem with feeling worthy of doing that. Right. He has no problem meeting his own need. And that's what he needed at the time, which was amazing. I need $1 million an hour, please. I mean, you got to be realistic with your needs. You know, (laughs) I would really like to be a mermaid, but that's not likely (gasps) because I'm not a good swimmer. (laughs) (laughs) But that's something to think about, right? right? So if at work you are doing extra work, putting in the hours, all the things... You absolutely have the right Mm -hmm. to ask for a promotion, to ask for more money, to ask for time off. Right. You know, there's lots of people who are like, oh, I don't want to have time off. I can't ask for it because so-and-so took the day off and blah, 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 this is going to happen. And they don't feel like they deserve it, but they need it, right? So it's an identified need. Right. But I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. I'm not going to get it. Whatever. Self-talk. It'll inconvenience other people if I take the day off. That's cozy as fuck. It'll ruin the whole schedule for the day. Right. Yeah. No, don't do that. You're not that important. Well, you're you're not to that important. To be honest, like, right. that's a thing you that I... You are replaceable. You are replaceable. The yeah. world will not fall apart. Your placement employer will not crumble to stone if you're not there for the day. Exactly. And so it's important to recognize that as a need. It's important to recognize, um, I need to take care of myself today. Absolutely. I need a day off to get some errands done. I need to stay home because I'm getting a cold. Right. Right? And so I I need to stay home because I'm tired. Right. I'm just, it's, it's Thursday and I'm just torn, I'm just torn up from the week already. I need a day of rest. There you go. And so identifying the need. Then feeling worthy, mm-hmm. and then executing the ask, right? Right. And so, what other needs do you think are important to identify so that when we move forward, and certainly when our listeners move forward, they one recognize their needs, and two feel worthy of them, and then three execute. Oh, you can execute through email. You can execute. So if if Easy. a confrontation, hard right. conversation is difficult for you, right? If asking, and I think that's a very simple, basic way through text message or email, especially with the world of work. Because I used to be the like, no, i got to be here every day, rain, shine, illness or not, I have to be here. I'm just a very dedicated person. Sure. Like, I'm a, if I say I'm going to show up, I show up. Mm-hmm. So, person, so I'm, I'm reliable. Yeah. So, it was always really hard when I would be totaled out and really sick. 
be like, I'm not going to come in for the day. I'd be like, is that okay? Do I need to work from home? Right. You know, those sorts of things. Now I just, I'm not coming in today. I'll put my info in my computer tomorrow. Yeah. But it's because I identified that I'm worthy of taking care of myself or having a day off or, yeah, I think writing down. So, Write down your write down what your needs are. Yeah, it's like our homework assignment for y'all. But um, I think that's <laughs> or just identify things that you right. may be lacking that you want or that are more comfortable need. for you. And then for as far as like com- executing, communicating those, start with what kind of communication works best for you. Sure. If you are more comfortable talking to people through text message, yep, because you have time to process and like think about what you're gonna say or. You know, use technology. We have tons of way, modalities of communication. If you're more of a, I want to call somebody because I need to hear the tone of their voice. I want to hear the tone of their voice and yeah. have that conversation when I have that conversation. You know, if, if that's your your style and that's what you're most comfortable part of me with, then then do that. There's lots of ways though to ask for your needs. You can write a letter, mm-hmm. or you can even um, you send know send an invite. I need friend time. Right. It's text friend. What are you doing after work? Yeah. Bam. It's not like. I'm feeling really lonely, and I need some friend time, and blah, blah, No, no, explain yourself. I think that's it, too, is people who explain themselves when they're asking for their needs to be met. Which can be high context and unnecessary. And it's anxiety-driven. Absolutely. Just so you know. So part of, of identifying it is kind of going, okay, what is it? Let me get in touch with who, who I am, right? right? And how I'm feeling physically, mm-hmm. or how I'm feeling emotionally, or if I'm just in a weird headspace and I want to, like you know, process this out with someone, Right, that's a need. And so identifying what that is, um, feeling worthy and value, valuable enough to do that, right? and then finding the way that's going to help you with that the best. Right. I love that. Um, certainly now during the holidays, people are uh, freaking out. And part of what happens is that there's some stress and tension and anxiety with hanging out with family. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it's a great experience and you have a good time when you're there, some people only have a limited amount of time that they want to spend with family or they have a limited amount of time that they can spend at each family. So, for example, if, you know, you and your partner live here and, and you're parents live here and their in-laws live here and you've got friends and all the things and you want to make it to all the places, having a plan ahead of time to say, let's spend two hours at your mom's. Um, we can go to our friend's house for an hour and then we'll go to your parents. Right. So we know what the needs are. Right. If you are feeling a little anxious or, um, uncomfortable about spending two hours with your mom and your weird uncle who keeps asking questions about where you work. Um, <laughs> you know, your need and, and talking to your partner and saying, Hey, if I pull my ear, can you come and get me? Right. Or, Will you rescue me? Right. This if, is my safe action. If I bring up, you know, our cat bill, um, can you <laughs> come and, and interrupt? Right? right. If you see me in the kitchen with my mom for longer than 10 minutes, can you come get me? Right. That's a need. Right. Absolutely. Um, so that's that's one of the ways to be able to one practice your communication skills, two ask for your needs, and three really kind of identify how your partner is feeling and what's going on because this tension around holidays or around family gatherings is significant and palpable. Oh, I'm glad you brought up the holidays. I stopped kind of feeling like it was starting to feel like Christmas, and it's Christmas is in like two minutes. 
I mean, it's next week. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, I need more snow. But I'm glad you bring it up because, yes, the holidays are stressful. Yes, you there are a lot more needs that come up. There's more engagements with other people and in yeah. those engagements with other people, family, friends, colleagues, gatherings of all sorts. Absolutely. Just be sure you're taking care of yourself and meeting your needs. Yeah. So, definitely, I wasn't joking. Sit down. Write out what your needs are going to be. Get Just getting through this holiday season. You know, start yeah. small and working on those identification skills. And, yeah. Um... And, and I think that will support you, and that, that can grow into something when you see successes from, Absolutely. from that. Absolutely. So quickly, before we end, and where are we on time? We're good. We're up. We're good. Okay. Um, interesting kind of thing. Um, I got a memory notification because a year ago... This week, I was in Hawaii with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she and I went on a mother-daughter vacation to celebrate her graduation and to celebrate, um, you know, my business and all the things. But she had been working with um, AmeriCorps and doing a lot of uh, group trips, doing um, emergency stuff. I'm not going to go into detail because that's her life. But anyway, one of the things she had learned is to sit down and talk about expectations, needs, plan, all the stuff. And so before we took off um, uh, from Seattle to Maui, uh, she's like, Mom, I want to have this conversation Mm -hmm. about what our expectations are, what our needs are. Um, You know, if we are having a hard time, like how do we communicate about that? It was an amazing exercise. That is awesome. And so, you know, the needs... The expectation part was really cool because we were there for five days Mm -hmm. um, and we both had different things we wanted to do. Um, We both had different like food things that we wanted to try or do or whatever. Um, And then also because she and I, we don't live together. She she lives, uh, stayed away from me. And um, so we hadn't spent that much time together. Right. And so it was really nice to be able to kind of say, like, hey, if I'm having a high anxiety day or if I'm stressed out or if I'm tired, what do you need when you feel that way? Right. And that was awesome because we were able to kind of take space from each other and kind of retire. We had this beautiful two-bedroom suite. It was incredible. So we each had our own bedrooms, like... She had this amazing soaker tub in her bathroom. That's awesome. Because um, she picked the sweet-ass room. But at a certain point, I was just, like, tired. My knees were hurting. And I was like, hey, can I use your tub? And just had a bubble bath. And it was really cool. So nice. it was really nice to be able to have that conversation with her. To set that expectation so you knew then when in the occurrence of needs arising. Because they do. We're human beings. We all have them every day, every moment. Absolutely. We need to breathe every moment. Yeah. Um. So that's awesome. Yeah. And so I, I use that exercise with clients when they're having, um, you know, kind of some, some stressful things happening. Um, you know, if, if family's in town, if I know that when I'm with my sisters, mm-hmm. um, and I'm getting ready to go to San Diego to spend some time with my one sister, um, and even like with my brother, like we talked about what the expectations were, what I needed, what he needed, you know, and, and so I was going to be there an extra day. He was going on a trip. And so I was like, I'll just get a room. Like, that's what go. I need. And he was like, cool, take care of you. Um, when there's more than three of us, it can get real bajiggity. Mm-hmm. So... What I like to do is spend either one-on-one with my siblings or max three. Right. So me plus two. 
And when we spend time together, it's really good to be able to sit and talk about, you know, what we'd like to do on this trip, what we'd like to accomplish. What do you need? Uh, Well, I need to have... When I'm in Tennessee, I would really like to have barbecue. There you go. Right? Or when I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to go to Nebraska to spend time with one of my other sisters. Um, and I want to try, like, good food. And right. she's a cook. Like, she she is a general manager of a restaurant. So she has uh, an awareness of things that are fun, things that I like. You know, she loves to play pool. So when she comes to town, we go and we play pool and she kicks my ass every time. But yeah. asking for your needs in that way. Yeah. Anything else before we close? No, we're out of time. We have, again, just killed like 45 minutes in a conversation. I love it. And it was a great conversation. Absolutely. And I hope you all learned a lot. Absolutely. And if... do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> Identify your needs. Write a list. Right. Um, and practice. Practice in small ways. Uh, but always, always, always work on feeling deserving of asking for what you need because it's super important and nobody else is going to be able to meet your needs Unless you ask. Absolutely. And if you're like me and you meet a lot of your own needs by yourself, it's always good to practice asking for your needs from other people, even though it's scary, even though it's vulnerable. Absolutely. It's so scary and vulnerable. But when it happens, it's magic and express gratitude. Gratitude, for sure. So if you want to get a hold of us, it's X to the Zennial, the letter X, the number two, T-H-E-X-E-N-N-I-A-L at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, X to the Zennial underscore podcast. Uh, you can send us a DM, send us an email. Thank you so much for listening. Honestly, like we have really created something that we are super proud of and we love doing this for y'all absolutely it's funny because you know we started and and if it ever takes off and it's amazing like that's cool but we are so grateful for the people who make a point to download the app the app is podbean you can also find us on spotify i am going to at some point set up an archive on my website the luna x2 website um to be able to access all of the podcasts. But thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. We know that, you know, you have time and it's limited. And so when you take an opportunity to listen and and hopefully stimulate conversation among your friends and your family, we are so grateful. Thank you so much. Have a happy holiday. Yes. Yes. (laughs) New year. Absolutely. We will not be back until January. Absolutely. And then we will start. I want to have guests. I want to talk to you guys. So we would love, obviously, you know, different podcast topics, things you guys want us to talk about. We would love that. Thank you so much. Thank you.